Hello and welcome to the August edition of the Young Greens podcast. I'm Georgia Alanda and I'm on the Executive Committee of the Young Greens of England and Wales. It's been a good few months now since the general election and everyone's had some time to reflect on how the election went and what comes next for the Green Party. In an election that saw Labour do better than many predicted, with a lot of policies straight out of the Green Party's 2015 manifesto, there have been a lot of ideas thrown around about the Green Party's future. Some are saying we need to go back to our environmentalist roots, so to speak, while others argue that we would have more power and influence if we affiliated to the Labour Party. So for this podcast, I gathered views from young Greens across England and Wales, and I spoke to the Green Party's peer in the House of Lords, Baroness Jenny Jones. Since the election, we've had a flurry of new local groups starting up. So we start with a couple of messages from newly formed local groups. First up is North Tyneside Young Greens. Hello, I'm Martin Osborne from the North Tyneside Young Greens, and we are a new group just set up after the last election last month. We're hoping to spread some green ideas to the young people in North Tyneside, teach how to campaign effectively, and also to teach how important it is to get involved and make your voice heard. We look forward to meeting with the other Young Greens, especially in our local area, but also on a national scale. Uh, So please feel free to contact us if you have someone that you know could help us or can get involved. And we look forward to to meeting everyone in the future. We also have a message from Rhys Stafton of the newly formed De Montford University Young Greens. Hello, my name is Rhys Stafferton and I'm the chairperson of the De Montford University Green Party in Leicester. We're a new society who aims to work with a local party and get more people engaged in green politics by engaging with other societies, attending events and campaigning for green practices on campus, as well as supporting the other main Young Green campaigns as well. Um, we intend to advertise at the Freshers' Fair, uh, so if you're in Leicester, come down and take a look. Next up, Alice Kiff was the Green Party candidate for Birmingham Edgbaston and has since been elected the co-convener of the Midlands Young Greens. Here's what Alice has to say on the next steps for the Green Party. I think straight after the election, people felt disheartened and demoralised by a low vote share. But now that we've had a few months of breathing space, I think it's a really good time to think about um, what we should be doing next and to reflect. So how did you feel about the election result in your region specifically? Uh, It was really tough seeing such a low vote here in the West Midlands because we've got such a growing council presence and it would be really good to see that really high presence translated into a better vote share come the general election. You know, West Midlands Green Party have 27 councillors across 10 regions in the area. We hold the balance of power with Labour on Solihull Council where we have 10 councillors. You know, we've won 27 local elections in the past few years. It's obvious that we're doing something right here and that we have a great presence. Um, and that you know we can win elections in this region. I think that this is really what we need to build on and what other regions need to think about building on in order to achieve electoral success. You know, I'm really proud to live in a region where Green councillors are generally making people's lives better. Um, you know, in Worcester, Green councillors have secured funding for electric car charging points, which is, you know, even though it sounds like a small thing, is really going to change the scene of electric cars and change the transport scene in Worcester. 
Uh, Solihull councillor James Byrne ran an incredible campaign for West Midlands Metro Mayor and, you know, according to people from other parties who, I, who I've spoken to, he genuinely changed a lot of people's perceptions about the Green Party during hustings, which I think is a really great achievement. So I think there is a lot to be optimistic about still. You know, yes, we just have one MP as a party, but that doesn't mean for a second that we're only making a difference uh, in Brighton. What do you think is the key to getting more MPs like Caroline elected? <clears throat> Caroline got elected in 2010 because of the bedrock of green councillors in that region. And I think we really need to see local elections as the first step towards parliamentary wins. Voters do pay attention to what their local councillors are doing. And if there's a good presence of green councillors in an area making changes, then we are going to see parliamentary gains uh, a few general elections down the line. So what can young greens do to help build towards that success? I think for this reason, it's crucial that as Young Greens we don't just hit the streets come a general election. You know, get in touch with your local and regional parties, find out when council elections are happening, and head out in your numbers to help win these seats. And I think hopefully that'll leave us with a lot more to feel optimistic about after the next general election. Last month, Young Green Benjamin Smith became the deputy leader of the Wales Green Party, making him the youngest deputy leader of a political party in Wales, and the only one who is a full-time student. I asked him for his thoughts on the election, and where we go from here. We need to focus on winning local council elections, we need to focus on being a strong environmentalist party and keep pushing the other parties to do more to protect the environment, if nothing else. Even if we're not elected, we can still make a difference. But there are definitely winnable council seats coming up in by-elections across the UK. The Green Party in England, England and Wales needs to get many more council seats leading up to the next election, and from there, build on a stronger foundation for the next general election. Now, for the last segment of this month's podcast, I spoke to someone who's seen a lot of changes in the Green Party. Jenny Jones represented the Greens in the London Assembly from 2000 to 2016 and served as Deputy Mayor of London from 2003 to 2004. In 2013, she became the Green Party's first member of the House of Lords. She campaigns on civil liberties and policing and has recently been taking on the Metropolitan Police after finding out that from 2001 to 2012, she was under surveillance as a domestic extremist. I went to the House of Lords to hear her thoughts. Well, I felt very depressed immediately after the election because I felt we'd lost a lot of ground. And, of course, when we had our vote share halved, it meant a loss of all sorts of things. You know, it, it's not only a loss of short money, which, of course, funds help um, here in Parliament, but it's also, I think, to some extent, the loss of people who would, would have voted Green and who, who felt they didn't have the opportunity or, or whatever because he stood down in places. So I, I was a bit depressed about it. But I think the next step is to make sure that we work hard for the next local elections and make lots of visits, give them lots of support and just try to get new councillors because once people have got green councillors, they usually like them and want more. And uh, a lot of people kind of say that um, the, the result for the Greens shows that Progressive Alliances was the wrong strategy. Do you agree with that? Do you, what do you say to that? Well, on one level, I loathe asking people to vote anything but green. It goes against the grain. I've been asking people to vote green uh, for, you know, for, for a very long time. So I, I hate the thought of saying, no, we'll stand down. Having said that, I do see... It was a complete failure this time, obviously. But I do see glimmerings of cooperative working at other levels. And I think we have, to some extent earned ourselves some brownie points. Sadly, that's not enough. And so I do hope we won't 
try again with the Progressive Alliance unless it's on very, very specific terms about other people standing down for us as well. This election um, was kind of very different from 2015 in that, you know, in the run-up to the 2015 election, everyone was saying the two-party system is breaking apart. The vote share for the um, Labour and the Tories was, you know, much lower than it has been historically, whereas this election, that trend was totally reversed, really, and um, they got sort of record high vote share between them. Um, so how, as the Green Party, do we kind of respond to that kind of strengthening of the two-party system, do you think? Well, I think getting, by getting more councillors elected, nobody could have anticipated the impact that Corbyn was going to have. I mean, we're all staggered by it. And to some extent, I support him a lot. I think he's a very principled guy, and I'm glad that there is somebody principled at the top of the Labour Party. At the same time, there's all sorts of ha things happening within the Labour Party which don't make it a very comfortable place to be. And again, thinking from a parliamentary point of view, I'm not sure how much they're going to take advantage of the fact that we've got a minority government here in the Lords we, we have the opportunity to push back very hard on legislation that this government wants to bring in. The government doesn't have a majority here, so we can reject things again and again, and they have to keep looking at what we've um, suggested and then sending it back. So uh, what I would like to do is have the Lords being very, very tough on all government legislation. I'm not sure Labour's up for that, which is a real shame. Um, a lot of people, I think, will say, as a result of this election result, that the Green Party, you know, with a, a left-leaning Labour Party with Corbyn, that the Green Party should go back to a kind of environmental route and sort of maybe have a, a narrower focus, and that should be where we go in the future. Is that something you agree with? It's hard to have a narrow focus on the environment because I think there's not much else apart from the environment in the sense that it impacts on every area of government policy, whether it's transport or, or energy or, or jobs, the economy or whatever. But I think we could be making the links better. We could be explaining how the environment ties into all these issues and giving specific examples. So, yes, we should be prioritising the environment, but also making those links to show it's entirely relevant. And just a final thing, um, what are your priorities for the next hmm. Parliament in the Lords? What are you going to be working on? I work mainly on policing and counter-terrorism because that's the sort of stuff where I am a very lonely voice. I'm saying things that nobody else will say. And just this week we had a debate on UK security where there were kind of tuts from around the room when I started saying things. One of the things that did get a few supportive um, comments was I, I was talking about Saudi Arabia and how we should not be selling arms to such a repressive regime with such an appalling human rights record and that seemed to have some some support I mean personally I think it's incredibly embarrassing for the UK that we have institutions like the um, arms fair the biannual arms fair and things like that and that we sell to the Saudis who are the most despotic regime and so we are, I think, as Greens, saying things that perhaps other people aren't, and that's our value. You have to have a Green in the room, you have, and the room here is the Chamber of the House of Lords. You have to have a Green there who's raising these issues and saying something a little bit different, and that way we can educate people, and occasionally we will have some wins. Great. Um, you have any kind of final thoughts on the future of the Green Party more broadly, where you'd like to see us in one, two, five years' time... Obviously, I would like the Green Party to be in control of the world government, but as that's not going to happen, obviously I would like to see more councillors. Councillors are the breeding ground for the next generation of Greens who can become MPs or become 
ministers in a government even when our value is recognised. And so we need to expand as a party. We need to make sure that our vote share is built up again. And we need to enthuse people because I think quite a lot of Green Party members at the moment are feeling a little bit miserable. And we have to show them that there is a future and that without us, um, things could be much, much worse. And so... um, I think building, rebuilding party and rebuilding our electoral share is paramount. And that was Jenny Jones. That's all for this month. Thank you for listening. And don't forget you can share your views, tweet us at Young Green Party or search for us on Facebook. To find out more about how you can get involved, go to younggreens.org.uk. Goodbye. <laughs>